Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. I saw in People Magazine that there were these identical twin sisters, and they married two identical twin brothers. The twin thing shakes me. Now, because, here's the thing. My mom and her sister married my biological dad and his brother. So that was already weird, and I have double cousins. Because you have to think, though my cousins are from both sides. Right. But no, they weren't No twins. incest. They were just siblings. They were just siblings. But here you go. I didn't, and what are the odds that both twins are into both of the other twins? Right, and if they're into that twin, then are they into the twin that their sibling married or their twin married? You know? There's just a lot of factors here, but it's a wild story. The twin sisters who marry who married twin brothers announced pregnancies at the same time. Of course. The couples who first made headlines when appearing on TLC's Our Twin Sane Wedding shared the news in a Baywatch-themed <laughs> Instagram post. Mm. This is the most extra story I've ever heard. From Twin Sane Wedding to Baywatch-themed Instagram baby post. Um, but yeah, they're having it. They're doing it. What do you think? Think they tried it at the same time on purpose? Yes. And then one of them held off for a little bit till the other one could announce? Yeah. I mean, I feel like it was very calculated and planned. But then, I don't know. Twins say that their bodies do things at this, I don't know. They're like... This is a reality show waiting to happen. Oh, I thought it was one. I thought it was called Twin Well, the Sane. Twin Sane wedding was its own thing, but I'm saying this now is a family reality show. Yeah. You know whose reality show comes out this week? Jay DeMarcus from Rascal Flats. Oh, the Netflix one. Yeah, DeMarcus Family Rules. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. It popped up in my main thing of shows coming up, and I don't know if it's because that's you know kind of the stuff that I would watch or if it's such a big you know promotion for Netflix. because Gary LaVox came over to your house? Well, Gary LaVox, though, is not Jada Marcus. I know, but I was just thinking that oh. would be so insane if our devices were spying on us in such a manner. <laughs> what do you mean that would be insane? That's probably true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but to that level of like, oh, Gary LaVox is here. He's in Rascal Flats. Oh. Jada Marcus has a show. Let's stream it. Uh, the show premieres August 19th. We could probably talk to Jada Marcus Scuba for a few minutes. Well, Jada Marcus. Yeah, we'll hit them up. I mean, if not, I can just text them. It's not, we don't need to go through Netflix. I know sometimes, and they've been great to work with, but there's just some channels there, right? Yeah, it's kind of a, it's sometimes good or bad. How about Yellowstone? Do we have anybody yet from Yellowstone <laughs> to talk so, to? So, can I give you the reel on that? Yeah. Yeah, so originally my ass was Kevin Costner, obviously yeah. the biggest star, and uh, they couldn't produce that. And then I asked a while back, if we could get a couple of other actors, mm-hmm. Wesley Adams was one. One's Rip, and one is Casey, I think. Mm-hmm. Cole Hauser. And then originally, we had turned them down because you hadn't got that far into the show. Well, I didn't so, want to interview them without watching the show, because yeah. they were offered to and us. And I told them, I was like, hey, look, we can't do it yet, but I can pivot, and I have an opportunity for you to talk to Mike, who does Movie Mike podcasts, because both actors are also in movies as well, and we may use some of the clips on our morning show. And they said, okay, yeah, great. And then they never got back to me. And then I, I wouldn't up. have said yes to that too, honestly. I mean, because <laughs> you're just being like downgraded, right? Yeah, but I was just being nice. Yeah, to yeah. Like, hey, we can't, not yet. He hasn't fully got through the show yet, not invested. Give, me, give us a moment. So then I followed up now saying Bobby's into it. He's watched fully through season one. He's in all two, about it. Yeah. And in, into two. And they said, yeah, we'd love to have him on the show, but not quite yet. We're filming season four right now. And so once we get that production going, then we can get you a guest on the show. Oh, that's fair. So, I'm, yes, I'm okay with that. The, the other guy's West Bentley, who's Jamie Dutton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. From, cool. Yeah, I'm fin- I'm doing uh, season two finale tonight. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I told you Ooh. it went from being good to being great to really good to now. I'm looking forward. to It took a while. I liked it immediately. I didn't love it immediately, but I liked it immediately. 
but now I, lo- I do. I love it. I think it's a really great show. Okay, so are we only going after the guys? What about Beth? That's just who they offered up. We didn't ask, oh. hey, do you have any actors with penises? That was never part of our <laughs> ask. No, no, that's who they offered. But yeah. then again, we have to wait now until they're done with production of season four, which is probably January of next year. Oh, hey, guys, we'd like to interview someone from Yellowstone with testicles. Uh, what do you have you can offer us? <laughs> no, Amy. We would have taken anyone. Okay. Eddie, how- have you watched any more? Yeah, so I finished the first episode and getting ready to start the second, and I'm 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 in. I'm interested. You know, I'm not. I don't love it yet, but I'm interested. Okay, but that first episode's really long. I told you after you watch that second episode, there's only like 47 minutes. Then you'll be okay. I'm I'm down for this. I keep telling myself, you know, they're doing four seasons of this. There must be something really good about it, so I'm going to keep watching. It is. Yeah, there is. I know. I resisted too for a long time, guys. But I resisted. When Amy was trying to get me onto it. Right. I mean, and then I was like, come on, I swear it's good. But I had friends doing the same thing to me. And I was like, eh, old Western. I don't want to do that. But it's not. It's current day cowboys. I just realized that the singer, Ryan Bingham, plays freaking Walker on this show. He, huh? Walker, the singing the singing cowboy, that's <laughs> Ryan Bingham. Is Do it? we have any Ryan Bingham in the system? Like, that was He's when I was big into up. Howie Day, Ryan Bingham. The, Other, he, he did the song for that movie. What was it called? The uh, Crazy Heart. Ooh, good one. Oh yeah, he's oh, the guy. He Crazy got Heart. he got out of jail and they went and picked him up. Now he works. Mm-hmm. Walker. Yeah, don't tell me anything else because I'm not. I just said he works. I know, but you're about to say other <laughs> no, words, I and wasn't. I wanted to stop you. <laughs> uh, Do we have any? No, no. All right. You and I, Clyde. When I was really into my emo acoustic. I mean, I guess I still am, huh? Still in that emo acoustic I music phase. Emo. I didn't realize that was him. All right, that's it. I think I gotta go. I'm one exhausted, and two, I just I'm not thinking straight. Um, hey, wait, you guys went on a hike this weekend? You and Caitlin and Stevenson, your son? Yeah, and it started pouring down rain, and my husband's there too, and we were just like, okay, what do we do? I mean, literally the first two minutes, it starts pouring, and Stevenson's real excited to be there, so we're like, you know what? We're already wet. Let's just keep going. So we go on a full blown hike. In the pouring rain, we are soaked. But Stevenson leads us up these mountains. I mean, feels like it in the rain. Um, but we follow him, and he's like taking care of us, guiding us, uh, telling us different places where we can seek shelter. Does he know this stuff, or is he just making it up as he goes? I think he's heard my husband say it on hikes. Like when we were, we've hiked with him in Colorado, and my husband tries to teach him things. And so he, you could tell he was just regurgitating stuff that he's heard over the, you know, the last year or so. And it was so cute that we just, we kept up with you, it. You guys walked, you, I didn't know you guys hiked in the rain. Yeah, we were joking with that we were on uh, Surviving Stevenson, mm. like Surviving Bear Grills. It was like basically we were doing what you were doing. Nice. But with Stevenson. All right. All right it was intense. It. it sounds like it. All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to go. You had to be there. Enjoy today. <laughs> and then she found $10. All right. <laughs> That's how you make any story good. Uh, okay. Enjoy today's show. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Turn it up. Hey. Now, this is the Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. What's happening, everybody? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Got in late last night. I spent the weekend. Uh, as soon as the show was over Friday, I flew up to Montana, Southwest Montana, and I didn't have cell phone service for three days. The only time I would get it to post a picture was when we went to the very top of a mountain for a, for a shoot. It was no cell. We were three hours in on dirt roads, as far as you could drive on dirt roads. So, wow. yeah, it was wild. 
I didn't get a lot of sleep. I got in last night. I was pretty exhausted. But we shot the first episode of uh, Breaking Bobby Bones. I don't know that it'll be the first one that airs, but I can't even really tell you what we did because it was so much more than... I don't want to just don't want to spoil it yet, but there were guns and four-wheelers and wild animals and it was unlike anything I'd ever done before. So, did that, and it's a long trip. Nashville to Montana is not a short trip. Oh man, I wish it was closer because I want to go. Yeah, I sent you some pictures. I texted you some. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was texting your husband too. I think he was jealous too. Oh yeah, no, and because he loves Yellowstone. Basically, we're jealous of your Yellowstone life this weekend. Yeah, I didn't wear a cowboy hat, though. Mm-hmm. I never did. I didn't want to be disingenuous. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, ins- I get that's not your thing, but sometimes you have to get into character. I did do a lot of horse riding, though. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, you know, that. Are you sore? The crotch arch, the whole thing hurts. Mm-hmm. The first I day. I thought you, you were waddling. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The whole thing, it is, it is sore. So that, that was my weekend. I won't mention that anymore, but Montana, just such a beautiful state. We were uh, 10,000 feet in the air. We're altitude 10,000 feet. Tough it's to hard breathe. to breathe. Tough to breathe up yeah. there. Yeah, so. Yeah, I did that. It was, it was a pretty great trip. So that was me. What'd you do this weekend? I was just here. Like, no, I mean, just hung out with the family. Lots of hiking and I think we finally finished celebrating Stevenson's birthday on Saturday night, like seven days later. <laughs> Why did it take so long to finish? No, we just kept, I don't know, we just kept baking cakes all the time Oof. and he would always bring it up. He's like, can we be, can we have more cake? Can we do this? Can I open another? Pre- he wanted to save some of his presents, so that it's probably him. He was just kind of every day he could open one if he wanted, but that was his choice. But then I told him after this, we're done. Well, I still have mine. I have to give him. Okay, after Bob, oh God, he's yeah, gonna I be know. like, now when are you doing that? Because he's gonna be like, it's my birthday. Can we make a cake? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> today or tomorrow? Okay, I'll get. But the, mine's a big one. I bought my PlayStation. I'll get the cake mix. Out. Well, we have to have another cake just to get a gift. Listen, sometimes you just got to make somebody feel special in this kid, you know? He wants it all the time. He wants, he yeah. wants to feel special. Yeah. I did see two of the Maddie and Tay hit number one would die from a broken heart. It's awesome. I was pretty pumped about that. Mm-hmm. Love the song. Also, big fans of Maddie and Tay. Here's a clip of Die from a Broken Heart. Mama, the nerve of this guy to leave me so easy. What'd you get Stevenson for his birthday? What did we get him? What was like the oh, the real cool gift? Well, the real cool gift was going to be the hoverboard, and then Kane Brown got it. And then the other real cool gift was going to be the um, play, the video game PlayStation thingy, but then you 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 got it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, got him a watch and clothes, and oh, t- he got a telescope. Yeah. Oh, the telescope. He got one and he thinks now he can spy on our neighbors. So that's. That's mm -hmm. what you're supposed to do with them, right? (laughs) What else would a 10 year old kid do with a telescope? No, because it came with like uh, all these books about the solar system and stars. Our friend Mary got it for him. And like now I have to report back to her that he just wants to use it to look at neighbors (laughs) and not learn about. You know, the solar system. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, we have five through number one. Which, by the way, we know that's a cheesy intro. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, what's up with the 80s cheesy intro? We're like, it's an 80s cheesy intro. These are good news stories. Let's have fun with it. Uh, these are all short stories that are all pretty cool this week. All right, here we go. Number five. 
A new cheap ventilator just got approved by the FDA this month. And one of the people who made it happen, uh, Avi Gupta, won the Jeopardy teen tournament last year. And now he's created a cheap ventilator. Oh, wow. Isn't that pretty crazy? Love it. Number four. Some members of the Las Vegas Golden Knights hockey team noticed a homeless community near the arena they're playing in Edmonton, Canada, because they're only in Canada. And they decided to make their day by having a bunch of pizzas delivered. The players, who want to be anonymous, worked with a charity group to make sure all the food was delivered safely to those in need. Number three. A single mom in Los Angeles lost her job because of the pandemic and only had $12 left in her account. So she decided to invest it in her eight-year-old son's idea to start a business selling plants. The business is called Aaron's Garden and business is blooming. Get it? I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I put it on Instagram. Someone also started a GoFundMe page. They've raised over $25,000. Here's Aaron talking about it. Told me if I wanted to do something like to spend the money smart. And then I I said, oh, I only like to make a business. And what? I was growing really small, but I didn't mean for it to grow this big. Thank you for supporting me and buying a plan for me. Buying a plan for me means a lot. That's awesome. Number two. A single mom who works as a nurse in Georgia has been borrowing her son's car to get to work, but knew she needed another one whenever he went back to school. So now she doesn't have to worry about it because the auto body shop in town heard about it and said, hey, here's a car. We've been building this one up, fixing it up. You can have it now to get to work. Nice. Nice. Number one. And the best, number one, most good news clip of the good news countdown this week, two long lost sisters found each other after more than 50 years and they found each other because of the pandemic. 53-year-old Bev Borrow works at a care facility in Nebraska and saw 73-year-old Doris Crippen's name on her list of patients. Doris, again, 73, recently beat the virus, was there recovering. She was like, wait, they've been trying to track each other down for decades. So here is Doris talking about her sister. She said, I am your sister, Bev. And I nearly fell out of the chair and I just burst it into tears. It was just a happy feeling to find my sister. It's been 53 years since I seen her when she was a baby. Oh Isn't that my crazy? gosh. Wow. And the part of me goes, are they not on Facebook? But yes, maybe they're not. Maybe not, yeah. Maybe they're not. That is awesome. That's the Good News Countdown. Wrap it up. That was the Good News Countdown. Raymundo, what's this game about you made up? So I'm going to play you one second of a song you hear on the radio every day, and you are going to name the song. So we just hear a tiny clip of the song. Yep. One second. Okay. You guys ready? These are, All songs are on the radio currently? Correct. Okay. I'm ready. Hit it. It's a game. Oh. Yeah, we're all playing. Oh, so we write it down? Yeah. That's one second of the song? Yep, one second. Play it again. Uh, Got it. I know, but what's the full name? I like how he plays it over and over again. We just need the song, or do we need the, the artist, too? Song? If you want to do artist, okay. I, no, I, I, I said song? song. Amy, you have it? Yeah, I do, but I'm trying to think of the exact name. Ah! Lunchbox, do you have it? Oh, yeah. Eddie, do you have it? Uh, I have a guess. Okay. Um, Amy, what do you have? Die from a broken heart. I have die from a broken heart. Yes. Lunchbox? Babies don't make it. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie? Couldn't think of it. What? I have meanwhile back at mama's. It does Come sound on. like that, though, a little bit. Yeah. No, it, it, Raymundo, it's die from a broken heart? Yep. Okay, there you go. Oh, phew. I almost went with, mama, can you die from a broken heart? But I figured that'd be too long. All right, one to one. Next one. 
Got it. In. Oh, yeah. It's one second of that song. It's a pretty good clip. That hits it. Yeah, it's a good one. Eddie, you got it? I got it, Bones. Amy? You want my answer? No, Lunchbox has his head in his hand. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Lunchbox, what do you have? One margarita. Mm. I believe that's chasing you. Yep. Yeah. Amy? That's what I got. Chasing you. Eddie? Yeah, chasing you, Bones. You gonna play some of that? Do you have the? There it is. We used to taste that nice. All right, hit us another one. First I'm in. Yeah. First day. Dun 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 I have it. I have it. Lunchbox, what do you have? Prom King. Amy? Hard to forget. I have hard to forget. Sam Hunt. Eddie? Hard to forget. Sam Hunt. What a change. Two more. I saw your sister at church. I know the guy that's named Lurch from the Adams family. That's my show. Is that how it goes? I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Next up. In. What? Oh, I'm so. You don't know that? He's crazy. I hope I have it right. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, I heard that night. I heard that guitar part at the you end. You played extra. Okay. Got it. Uh. Wow. Uh, that may be two that might be two <laughs> second song game. I have it now. I have it now. Lunchbox trying to get on the board for the first time? Yeah, I put one margarita. That's what I have too, one margarita. Amy? Uno margarita. Ah. Eddie? <laughs> one margarita. Alright, raise that right? Yep. Alright, let's do one more. Here we go. <laughs> Hmm. I started out. I used to it was a Friday night. <laughs> what? What? We started out. It was a Friday night. I know, but that's what it sounds like to me. We started making out. <laughs> this sounds like nothing I've ever heard in my life besides that song, which I know it's not it, obviously. Can Ray? Why don't you give me three seconds? Why not? Give, hey, give the baby your bottle for a second. <laughs> there you go. That's enough. We got enough, boo-boo. I still don't know it. I have it. I remember when you started doing Blink-182, us doing this segment, where we were doing the same thing with this and an Old Dominion song. Oh, really? We've, done, we've made fun of that before. So it's Old Dominion? Mm, also an Old Dominion song does the same thing. <laughs> Is that what you had, Old Dominion? No, I have um, nothing. What do you have? I have, um... You don't have anything. I have you? nothing. Eddie? Uh, this is a complete guess, but I have I Hope You Cheat. What song is that? Oh, Wait, is that you, Gabby Barrett? That's his... Then I Hope You Cheat. Oh, I hope. Hope he... 
Oh, she oh. cheats. She cheats. Yeah. Oh, oh no. My bad. <laughs> I have Blake and Gwen, nobody but you. Oh, that's it. I'm not on the bus, nobody but you. I'm such an idiot. Lunchbox? I had nobody but you. Oh. Did you? No, I had out of time. Okay. Yeah, I was like, what? No chance. <laughs> to see the world. Hey, I win. I love that. That's a good game for me. That that's strong. Hit that theme song. Uh, You're unbelievable. Oh. I was so close. You were so close. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. John Party dropped a surprise album of covers. It's called the Rancho Fiesta Sessions. He covered George Strait, Joe Diffie, Prince, Merle Haggard, and more. Here's him covering Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox. Prop me up beside the jukebox if I die. Justin Moore is dropping a new album on September 25th. That's live at the Ryman. It will have 17 songs, including duets with Chris Jansen, David Lee Murphy, and Ricky Skaggs. Luke Bryan explained the conversation he had with his kids about going back to school. We're pretty upfront with our children, you know. We don't sugarcoat what's going on in society, but we insulate them and don't shock them with stuff. You know, we tell them that you're going to go back to school and... You're going to have some buddies that don't have to go to school. Sorry, that don't apply to you, you know. Your school is allowing school. And uh, go back and enjoy it. Make the most of it. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. When you wake up, do you need to brush your teeth before you kiss your husband? Yes, I you- like to. Well, yes, because I have to sleep with a mouth guard and it's a whole thing. Like, I want to get out, take my mouth. Yes. Rinse my mouth guard. Rinse my mouth. So you need to go through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. What the whole I, assen- no, I, we don't. I'm fine without it. But without brushing your teeth? I'm fine with, we don't have to brush our teeth. But you wear a mouth guard, right? No, not anymore. <gasps> you should. Why are you not? Because does she know? Is it because of Caitlin? No, no, I'm not embarrassed about that stuff. I don't even know where it is. I haven't worn one in a year, probably. Oh, wow. Yeah, I haven't worn one since before Caitlin. Okay. I bring all that up, though, because uh, people are brushing their teeth way more after smelling their own breath because they wear a mask more. Mm-hmm. So 75% of Americans are brushing their teeth way more because it's like they've been told by themselves, oh, maybe my, mouth, maybe my mouth hole doesn't smell as delicious as I thought it did. Uh, so I thought that was good news. People are brushing their teeth more. Always good news when whatever hygiene is brought takes. in. Yeah, 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 whatever it takes. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Fort Pierce, Florida. A 40-year-old man was arrested after he was fighting with his brother in the middle of the street. When police arrest him, they start searching his pockets, and they find four bags of marijuana. But don't worry, he tells the cops. No, I was standing out front. A stranger was walking down the street and gave me the pair of pants, so I just put them on. I didn't know that was in the pockets. Prove that didn't happen, coppers. (laughs) (laughs) That was like Kanye West is, you know, doing this dumb bid to get on ballots in the presidential election to spoil the election, right? And in one of his states, Mickey Mouse signed it, and he goes, prove Mickey Mouse didn't. Mm -hmm. He was like, it's up to you to prove that Mickey Mouse did not sign that. Uh, we have Mickey on the line. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. All right, let's check in with our video producer, Eddie, who hasn't been able to produce videos in a month because he's had COVID. 
So he's been at home with Eddie. How long have you had coronavirus? Uh, I just counted. I've had it for 38 days. So not only has Eddie been able just to chill at home for 38 days, Morgan number two is doing double the work over there. And this all, if you're new to the show, Eddie decided to go on vacation to Florida, came back with coronavirus, and since then he's had to miss a month of work. Is that accurate? Great, great setup, Bones. That's a great. Sounds about that's perfect. right. Well, is that wrong, guys? That no, I mean, that's right. the story. Okay. Eddie, is that wrong? Well, you just, you just act like, you know, so, so you know, Eddie decided to go to Florida, got corona. Yes. And now this is his situation. Well, that is, so what, that happened. is what happened. That is what happened. Yeah, you decided I to go to Florida. You got Corona. They all told you if you go to Florida, <laughs> you're going to get Corona, and you got Corona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys say that. You warned me. Okay. Well, Eddie's <laughs> at his house right now. I told him not to come in today because he got tested again. I said if you, I don't know if he has it or not. I feel like I hear in his voice that it's negative. I mean, yeah. positive. Oh, po- oh, oh. So, positive. so this is what I said. I said, hey, don't come in on Monday. I said this on the air last week. We'll find out on the air together. If it's negative, you come in on Tuesday, take back over. We'll not hit 40 days gone, 40-day vacation. Ooh. I know. Um, if it's positive, you just stay home. Because obviously you can't come into work with corona. Yeah, he sounds annoyed. Um, Eddie, so you guys want to guess real quick? <laughs> Does Eddie have coronavirus, yes or no? Amy? Yes. Lunchbox? Yes, I'm with Amy. He seems angry at the world. Yeah. Morgan? Uh, yeah, definitely. Ray? <laughs> Yes, he still has coronavirus, but all the symptoms, I'm believing, are fully gone. He's well, got yeah. all of his smell back 100% now. So, Well, last week he didn't have all of his smell back. It was at 75, so I think that's even improved. There's got to be some kind of an update. Eddie, do you have all your smell back? I got about 80%. <laughs> How do you know that? Like, what do you use to gauge? Are you like, I think this smells like pumpkin? Yeah. Yeah, certain smells. Like like last night, I grilled, and I was like coming in from the kitchen to the deck, and I was like, ooh, I smell that. That's just, that's a progress. Okay. Uh, you ready for this? Yeah. All right. Eddie. Come on. Do you still have coronavirus? Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> why I feel, that's why I sound annoyed. Yes, I still have it. I knew it. And, 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 and I'm pissed. <laughs> At what? At just the whole thing, dude. Like, really, it's been so long. I've been stuck at home. I've been watching you guys on a TV screen, and it's great. And I got a little setup at home, and it's, it's it's you guys have really made it special for me to kind of be part of the show. And we're doing the best that we can. But I miss you guys. I miss being there. I miss being in the studio and hanging out with you guys. And really, it hurts, you know, when like it just I can't even be next to you guys because I'm still testing positive for a virus I had 38 days ago. So when you got the results this time, were you were you sad again? Uh, nah, I just kind of laughed. I kind of laughed, you know, with the nurse a little bit. And it's so funny to hear them like really ask to tell you deliver the news because they sat they were delivering it like somebody died or whatever. And then I'm just like, oh, yeah, I, I knew it. I mean, I knew that was going to come or whatever. I've taken the test four times and they're like, oh, thank goodness. OK, good. thought I was giving you really bad news. I'm like, you are. You're still giving me terrible news. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Eddie still has coronavirus. If you just turn the radio on, he's not in again today. So what do you do? Wait another week and do it again? Well, no, no, not really, because uh, this time that I went, they're like, because obviously I know all the people I've seen them four times. They're like, you know what? The doctor said, I will write you a note to you so you can give to your employer that says you can no longer give them Corona here. So she did. And I sent it to you guys. I think it's going up the ranks. Yeah, I Hopefully have it. Hopefully this makes a difference. I okay. don't make the rules here with coronavirus. When it comes to health stuff, I, they tell me, but I have to whom it may concern. Employees who have had COVID-19 and are without symptoms for greater than 10 days, blah, blah, blah. 
Listen, you can give Scuba, what does he do with this? Give this to somebody? Yeah, so I gave it to the uh, high ups in New York and they're investigating to see what we can do on getting Eddie back here sooner. Lunchbox, if he comes in and still has coronavirus, how are you going to feel? I'm not going to feel comfortable. Look, the rules are the rules. Test negative, you can come back. Until then, stay home. Sorry, bud. Don't go to Corona Cove. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah, see, that's the kind of stuff that makes me mad. Corona Cove, all those terms, Corona Eddie, all that, when science, right there, Bones, in that piece of paper, is telling you I'm good to be back next to you guys. I have nothing to do with allowing people to work. Like, zero percent. I, so, and also, you were giving Lunchbox and Ray so much crap for going to Vegas because they were going to get Corona. And now that it's back on you, you're a little sad. Can I be honest? I was inspired by them. If they went all the way to Vegas and didn't get it, I was like, well, I can go to Florida and not get it. It wasn't the case. No, it wasn't the case. Okay. Well, there you have it. Eddie's not in today. Oh. And he won't be. And he won't be it maybe ever again. And he still has a symptom. <laughs> if he doesn't have his smell back, that's still a symptom. So for him to say he's symptom-free... It's, a, it's not accurate. That's true, too. <laughs> are you still, how's your uh, energy? Are you still tired? No, I'm great. I go uh, for walks every night. You know, I do push-ups here and there. I went to the lake and <laughs> kayaked all day the other day. I'm good. Like in your own kayak or you rented one? No, my own. My, okay, my own. phew. All right, Eddie. <laughs> well. All right, guys. <laughs> Hey, I think folks, it, I do appreciate your support, though. You're being nice about it and all that. Lunchbox makes me feel like I'm an alien from another planet. It really does. I'm so happy for Maddie and Tay. They just landed their first number one in five years. Amazing. If you go back a couple weeks, I love interviewing them. They perform. They're so good. Uh, their first number one song five years ago was Girl in a Country Song. And I remember these two teenage girls came into our studio Brand new. We were like, oh, that'd be a catchy, funny song. But they're so, so much more than that. And I thought, this is a pretty cool thing I'm about to talk about. We would put this in a music school for today. Let's do it. Bobby and Eddie's music school is now in session. Up in the morning and out to school. So female country artists have the highest percentage of number one hits on country airplay in 14 years. And our listeners have a major part to do with that. So... I want to salute you guys because you allow me, you allow us on this show to highlight females in country music. I have a whole show on the weekend that Amy hosts that's women in uh, country music. So we've been, you know, working together for years and years about about this. So I'm so proud of you guys uh, because you're streaming and downloading. But 21% uh, share is uh, women, which is way above average. Not where we need it to be, but it's way above what it has been. And that's that's progress. Progress is going a direction. Uh, so here are all the songs this year that have been number one. How many females can you name this year that have been number one? Because I have seven-ish, I have five, but then a couple that... Well, this year feels like a like a blur. Uh, Bluebird, Miranda Bluebird, Miranda Lambert. Lambert. That's one of them, yes. Was Southbound this year? Southbound. Carrie Underwood? No. Did that not make number one? I don't think so. <gasps> I love that song. Gabby Barrett. Gabby Barrett, one. I hope. Nice, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Ingrid Andrus. Ingrid Andrus, more hearts than mine. Was good. Number one. Um, uh, when was Marin Bones? This year, good. Okay. Uh, you're crushing on Maddie and Tay, Die from Broken Heart. Oh, yeah, that That's one I, five. Thought, I thought that was a given. Now, there are two more, but these two are both duets. So I don't know if. It, okay. It, there's, uh, a, there's a female on it. Carly Pearson, Lee Bryce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope you're happy now. And. Um, one more. Lauren, Elena, and 
Kane Brown? That's from like 2016. Hold on. <laughs> I know I was going to say Kane Brown, but is it Lauren Elena and somebody? No. Okay, it's um, Gwen and Blake. Yep. Nobody yeah. but you. Yeah. Nice job. Here's the debate. Lady A, what if I never get over you at number one back in January? Does this count on this list of females? Well, I'm... Either yes or no. We count. You. What about what we play on the female, the I'm women's ask, show? I'm just asking okay, you. I mean, we play it on the women's show, so. You say yes? I say yes. I'm fine with it counting. I mm-hmm. don't know that it does in this list. And again, we're not at the point where we need to be. But, you know, at the highest point, um, women only made up 23%. So we're at 21% now. So we're, we're getting there. We, again, 15, 16% forever. So just a big shout out to, to all the, the listeners that are a big part of that. So I wanted to put that inside of my music school today. Yeah, and all, yeah, all those songs are so good. Bobby and Eddie's music school is now in session. Up in the morning and out to school. Eddie, what'd you bring to us today? All right, so I'm a huge Garth fan, you know that, but this is a story I did not know about. But back in 2006, Garth wanted to open up his estate and make it like a museum like Graceland. And so he took it to the courts to get approved, and over 100 of his neighbors came out and said, we cannot let this happen. They feared traffic and uh, noise would bring their property value down, so it got denied. It would be packed in your neighborhood. That would be amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'd be there every Tuesday and Wednesday. Always driving through. You want to get my newest Garth merch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you you know Garth, too, is like such a sweet guy. You know, we know that. He decided not to go to the meetings because he didn't want them to feel any pressure to make the decision. But there was a mystery guy in a cowboy hat in the back corner <laughs> dressed in all black. Yeah, he, he looked like Chris Gaines. It was very strange. <laughs> it's also weird to do it while you're alive, right? Yeah. But I would still go. Bit. Yeah. All right. But but also he could have built another one somewhere else. But he wanted people to come up. And he wanted to still live there too. Like if he was taking a shower, they got to walk in and see it. It was a full oh, virtual wow. garden. Wow. <laughs> the full experience. No, no, no. All right, there you go. That's music school. Thank you very much. Class dismissed. That was Bobby and Eddie's music school. Whoa. The Bobby Bone Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Bradley Cooper is allegedly riding out the pandemic in some house in Connecticut that he's rented, and local women there are trying to lure him out. Do so you know what their master plan has been? Mm-hmm. They're baking muffins and other baked goods, and they're dropping it off at the gate in their home little cute dishes with notes that say, please return the dish to... Has it worked? <laughs> no, nothing has worked because nobody knows for sure that Bradley's actually in there. It's just <laughs> rumored, but I kind of thought, oh, wow, this is getting really creative. Uh, they take the cookies and muffins, they leave their dish, they ask, they leave a nice note asking for it to be returned to them. He gets dinner invites, party invites, all the things. Uh, but a realtor said that they put out a message saying, Bradley Cooper is not renting this house, he doesn't live here, but who knows, that could just be a decoy. Some guy named Charles lives there and is getting just so full on muffins. <laughs> He's got cookies and muffins galore. Yeah, That's shout funny. out to the women in that town for, you know, shooting their shot. So Google has released a new app to help parents with math homework. And thank you, Google. It's amazing. It's called Google Lens. Well, I don't know if it's amazing. I haven't used it, but just knowing that there's more help out there for us is awesome. So it's a feature that'll let you point your camera at a complicated math problem and then it solves it for you. Does it tell you how to teach it? Isn't that the problem with with your kids not knowing how to actually do the work? Yeah, it gives you step guides. 
on how to explain it, which is That's helping solve cool. the problem. Yeah. yeah, because even how we learned math is not how my kids are learning math. So even if I try to teach them in a way, it doesn't match up with how their teacher is doing it. And then it's just confusing. Your daughter's in what She's grade? 13, so seventh. Can you handle that math? No. What about your son? He's... Uh, He's 10, but he's kind of in like second, third grade. Okay. Can't handle that math either. Even the lower <laughs> one. Just kidding. Right. Just kidding. I can do that. Uh, so Dolly Parton did a billboard interview. So I thought I'd just share with you some of the highlights. First of all, she said no to Elvis covering I Will Always Love You because he wanted half of the publishing rights. Uh, that means he wanted to say that he basically wrote the song. Yeah. And she wasn't, but it probably would have been huge for her to have Elvis sing that. She was like, no, I'm not giving you half. You pretty mama. Thank you. In case you were wondering what it would have sounded like. Yeah, just like. like that. That's a clip. There you go. Uh, she supports Black Lives Matter because she said that people have to make themselves known and felt and seen. And she also is someone that decided to remove Dixie from Dollywood because she didn't want to offend anybody. Yeah, I read that she said... She didn't really realize the problem of that word. And when she was taught it recently, like she was like, oh, okay, well, whenever you have a problem, even if you're wrong before, you should always work to fix it. Yeah, and that wasn't a recent thing. She did that. Well, it's recent as in a couple of years yeah, ago, yeah. but I'm saying it wasn't like part of the 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take yeah. a look at things. So she was ahead of that. And she, just to follow up with you and what she was saying about that, she said, there is such a thing as innocent ignorance. And so many of us are guilty of that. And when, like you said, she learned the impact and what the meaning of the word was and the impact it can make on somebody else, she's like, we got to remove that right away. Good. I read the article. It was a great interview. She's Dolly's awesome. always great. She's awesome. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So follow me with this. Okay. A woman's driving down the road in El Paso on one of the hottest days of the summer. Her car breaks down. While her car's broken down, she hears puppies crying. So she goes to attend to the puppies. Then her car gets worked on. She calls the El Paso Animal Rescue Place. They post pictures online. These puppies just were found on the side of the road. A couple in North Carolina, 2,000 miles away. It's like, we'll take one of the puppies. We want one. <laughs> well, how do you get a puppy from El Paso to North Carolina? Mail it. Well, you could do that. <laughs> but even better, a Southwest flight attendant named Marcel Stratton heard about the story and she knew what she had to do. She had two days off. So she flew to El Paso to pick up the puppy and flew with him all the way to North Carolina to get wow. the puppy to its forever home. Because it's Southwest, you can, as a flight attendant, you fly for free wherever you want. So she used her time off to do that. That's pretty cool. That's a good story. Don't you love it? Oh, and I should properly recognize the rescue place. It's the Animal Rescue League of El Paso. And let me say two things I love. People from El Paso and puppies. It's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening? Let's get over to Amy with the Morning Corny. The Morning Corny. What do you call a hippie's wife? What do you call a hippie's wife? Mississippi. Mrs. Hippie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Morning Corny. Pretty good one. Lunchbox, who'd you call here? I called a bakery at a grocery store because my kid had a birthday a couple weeks ago, and I was like, what kind of things will they allow you to write on a birthday cake? Will they put anything? And if I just go on and on and on, will they squeeze it on the birthday cake? All right, so here's Lunchbox calling. Has his alter ego, 
alter ego Jason Gibble uh, asking for a birthday cake for your wife? Yeah, my hot wife. Here we go. Sally Bakery, how may I help you? Uh, yes, ma'am. I was trying to get a cake for my smoking hot wife. I'm a businessman making a business deal, so I'm kind of running late to the birthday party. So I was hoping you could write it, and then I swing in and grab it. What? I don't know. Give me an idea what you want. Okay, you got a pen? I do. Okay. Got hips like honey, so thick and so sweet. It ain't no curves like hers on them downtown streets. Body like a back road, driving. You know, I've, I've heard this song, but I can't write this all on a cake. <laughs> you need a whole lot bigger cake. I don't have that big a cake. No, no, I, that's this is what I wrote. This is these are words from my heart. Okay. Did you get? Did you write that down for me? Got hips like honey. I got that far. Okay. It ain't no curves like hers on them downtown streets. Body like a back road, driving with my eyes closed. Love, Jason. I wrote, got hips like honey, so thick and so sweet. Ain't no curves like hers on them back downtown streets. Driving with my eyes closed. Love, Jason. Oh, no, no, no. You forgot body like a back road before (laughs) driving with my eyes closed. Body like a back road, driving with my eyes closed. Okay, I wrote it. I mean, I'll, I'll try to see what I can put on there. But I don't want you to be disappointed, so. Well, I appreciate okay. it. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so how did that end up? Did you call her back? I called her back and told her I wasn't going to be able to make it. And was she irritated at you? Uh, a little bit. Did little she bit. make the cake? No, no, no. She was just going to get one. Out. It was just a display. But she was like, I, I didn't know how I was going to fit it on there. I, I don't know how I'm going to fit it on there. She was stressed out. Mm. Do, do you want to? publicize her bakery there do you have it or is she mad no no she was happy she 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 laughed she thought it was funny okay. and she 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 really thought it was funny but yeah uh shout out win dixie oh lunchbox pranks win dixie for everything possible <laughs> <laughs> why are they your victims all the time well they i mean it just seems to work well, like she I don't was know. very nice she was very nice she was very funny and she had a good personality and and she knew the song she's like i know that song he's like no i didn't know the song all right there you go so there's a woman in Hawaii. You tell me what you think about her actions. She broke up a small beach wedding because of Corona. So she went out and was like, stop it. Like, and started shaming the group and even chased them off the wedding a little bit. Oh my so God. the question is, is she right on for doing this or is it too much? Too much. In the video, the woman who appears to live in the area catches wind of a secret wedding ceremony going down and she busts in. Interrupting the proceedings while filming it on her phone. Here you go. Here's a clip. Aloha. Aloha. This is the beach and the beach is closed. I hate to. This is the beach. This is the beach and the beach is closed. And how you know, you're always doing this for money. Oh, no, that's not harassing. The cops are coming. Yeah. And it's illegal. Yeah. You're, yeah. The cops is coming for you. So don't worry about it. You say hi right back. Come to my face and say hi right back. Yeah, that's right. So she comes up on a group of maybe seven people, some of whom are kids. One of the kids is in, it looks like her dad's arm. And so it's a very intimate ceremony. Now, again, the beach is closed. They shouldn't be doing it. But, and again, they're not around the main beach either. What do you think? Is she crossing the line here? You already said yes before I get to the end of the story. So well, yeah, now that it. I heard the story, I was kind of like, well, I guess. I didn't know the beach was closed, but... Yeah, I wouldn't do that. So I would say it's crossing the line. If she called the police, then they can go handle it. She doesn't need to be all 
bust up in there with her cell phone being like, aloha, aloha, you're breaking the law. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. You can't, don't go in yourself and do it. Right. You should call the cops. If you have a problem, you call the cops. And they may just go, you know what, let them do their thing. Right. But it's not up to you to be the police. No one hired you to be the police. You're not, the only time you should really vigilante justice is when someone is in danger. You or someone else that you see around. Well, technically, coronavirus is a danger. Okay. Okay. I'm sure all those seven people in the family probably live together anyway. Yeah. Lunchbox, you called the cops on people before. How do you feel about this? Uh, I like what she did. She's looking out. And obviously she has a problem with this one person that seems to do it all the time because it's you, you, you do this for money. So obviously this is a habitual rule breaker oh. and law breaker. So I got no problem. If you're going to break the rules, suffer the consequences. I don't know who she was yelling at. Maybe the priest? That's what I assumed. The priest, because he's the one making money off the wedding and using the beach illegally. And I'm sorry, but hey, if we want to get back to normal, you got to follow the rules. You're breaking the rules. Pay the... Hey, aloha, aloha. It's like the underground wedding Well, the, the thing about this is, that's fine, they're break, but you don't have to go do it yourself. Right. You go out and you get a little smart mouth somebody... And they pull a gun on you. That's a risk you take. You're not the cops. Right. Lunchbox, you didn't walk up on that party. You you called the cops. That's you didn't right. walk up with your you phone. Didn't walk right? up. You didn't say aloha, aloha. <laughs> like Yeah, because there was too many people. I couldn't handle it. These seven people, <laughs> obviously, there was kids. No. She felt safe. I couldn't have taken on the whole party. Mm. Did your neighbor ever reach out to you after that? I haven't heard anything. Has there been any sort of outbreak in your neighborhood? Not that I've seen. I've, I've checked the uh, neighborhood Facebook page, and there has not been any posts about a breakout. But did you see? There was a dentist in my neighborhood that had like a party of three hundred, and he went to oh, jail. Saw that in your neighborhood? In my neighborhood. What what's happening in your neighborhood where everybody thinks that that's the spot to go and get down? I don't know. And you think a dentist who went like is real smart and went to school? And he had a. I mean, it was down the block. Was People, that the fashion house party we we're talking about? Yes. I yeah. saw that on Instagram and not from a local place. I saw it on, as a national story. And then they were like, oh, and it was in, we're, wow. And he went to jail. Yep. Huh. All right. Okay, so two, no, she shouldn't do this. And then one, yes. Bravo, bravo. Eddie, what'd you think? Ah, nah, man, come on. Let the cops handle that. You don't have to go in there and be all like shooting your guns and be like, get out of here. Morgan, nah, you can let the cops deal with that. Uh, I think it was totally fine what she did. If she felt Ooh. that she was entitled to do that, to, you know, I don't know. If she sees more things, there's always more context. So I think what she did was fine. Okay, there we go. Three to two. We still won, Amy. Don't worry. Let's do thumbs up or thumbs down. Okay. First, here is a punk rock version of Wide Open Spaces. When they released the song, they were the Dixie Chicks. Now they're the Chicks. Thumbs up or thumbs down this punk version of Wide Open Spaces. Thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's weird compared to the original. But it's such a good song, and it works as punk, oddly. Yeah, and it's actually, he does have a good job with it, too. Yeah. Turn it up a little bit here. I wouldn't stream this version of it. It's not for me, but I do think as a punk song, it's pretty good. Hey, Mighty D, you're a big punk rock fan. What do you think of this Wide Open Spaces? I love it. I think it sounds awesome. That's what I would listen to. His name is Alex Melton. 
So you can check it out. Okay, here we go. Thumbs up or thumbs down on the next one. Now, we talked about Corn, who recently did Devil Went Back to Georgia. Now, that's not the song in question because last week Nickelback put out a cover of Charlie Daniels' The Devil Went Down to Georgia. It's really guitar heavy. Chad Kroger sounds different. Here's a clip of Nickelback. I haven't heard this. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. The Devil Went Down to Georgia. He was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind, way behind, and willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man picking a guitar and playing it hot, the devil jumped up on a hickory stump. Said, Boy, Can you pause it for a second? Never change the words of a famous song in a cover. Even if you're a girl and you're singing about another girl, because James Taylor was singing about a girl. Don't, don't ever change it. And when he says playing a guitar, don't change it, Chad Kroger. I fight for you all the time. Don't take creative liberty with one of the greatest country songs of all time. The devil didn't go down to Georgia to have a guitar battle. He played a fiddle. He played a fiddle. All right, anyway, let's keep going. Didn't know it, but I'm a guitar player too. <laughs> and if you care to take this dare, I'll make a bet with you. You're a pretty damn good strummer, boy, but give the devil his due. I'll bet a guitar of gold against your soul. It says I'm better than you. Okay, he's got to stop it. This is. Yeah. No, I don't. Uh, I don't first of all, it's not fiddle, good anyway, not right? Good. Yeah. Like thumbs down, two thumbs down. But you can't take creative liberty with a song like this and just change it up and expect people to be down with it. All right, let me hear this part. This is the solo off. We've been the devil and Kroger, apparently. Do you think at any point they sent this to one of their guys, like one of their guys in there, the record label or their management, and the guy was like, this sucks, but I don't know what to tell him. So he texted me like, yeah, man, it's great. Cause that's, I don't know how someone with a half a brain would hear that and think it's good. That's not a good cover. <laughs> Eddie, what do you think about that? Oh, dude, it's trash. Get rid of it. It's yeah. so bad. <laughs> I mean, how I, that's that, you, that, you, that way of thinking, we can think about a lot of songs, even songs we play. <laughs> what do you mean? Not all the time here, but songs I hear on the radio sometimes. I'm like, what? But at least that's original garbage. This is a remake. <laughs> <laughs> at least the artists you're talking about sometimes that we laugh at off the air, like, that song sucks. At least that's an original song that someone wrote. Oh, well, yeah. And I guess it's all. They a, ruined a good song. An opinion, too. There's clearly yeah. people that like it. Would you like to call any song out in particular? No. Okay. Heck no. <laughs> Do so, it, Amy. So, <laughs> no. No. All right. Thumbs up on Wide Open Space is the punk version. Yes. And thumbs down on Chad Kroger, Nickelback, Devil Went Down for to Georgia. For sure. All right. Yeah. And I always fight for Nickelback. But I think that alone has reversed my course. Eddie, I'm with you. Nickelback sucks. <laughs> All right, Bones. They're terrible. All right. It's time for the good news. Tell me something good. Let's go over to Eddie, who's at his in-home studio right now. Eddie, what's up? All right, so this is a good one. Marco Rost, he's a Boy Scout. He's 11 years old, and he's been working on trying to get his reading merit badge. So his neighbors are like, you know what? Let's help you out. They donated over 500 books so he can get to reading and earn his merit badge. So he's like, all right, this is great. He gets the badge. Then he's like, what do I do with 500 books? So he donated it to a local uh, organization that kind of helps education around town. And so it's all coming full circle. He got his badge. They got a lot of books and everyone's happy. You know, and that's a great story, but it reminds me of the story we talked about last week on the show where Eddie was, uh, Amy wasn't here that day, but Eddie has to punish his son because this is what happened. (laughs) Eddie's son pulled the mower out of the garage and there were all kinds of bikes and stuff. And and it just, the, the bikes were leaning on the mower and 
Now the garage is a mess because he didn't fix it back up. And Eddie's like, I don't know what to do to punish him. And I said, well, and he, and he wanted to take away his Harry Potter book. You want to take away reading? Well, the last one. Just the seventh one, I guess. Or whatever the last one is. Oh, And I said, well, why don't you do that? Don't don't take away the whole book. We just take away like the last three three to five pages. (laughs) So So he'll still get the punishment, but he has to read. Okay. Eddie, what'd you ever decide on that? So we just did one month of no money. Mowing the lawn for free, no money, and that's the punishment. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Golly. So that's the last time my garage is going to get messed up. It was an accident though, right? No, 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 no. He got frustrated because it's, there's a lot of bikes in there. So he just pushed the lawnmower in there, knocking all sorts of stuff oh, over. Oh, he did it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I'm yeah. following now. All right. Well, hey, that's a great story about that kid with the book. Yeah. And the great <laughs> yes. story is Eddie didn't punish his kid by pulling away reading. Yeah. Woo! That's a good all win. Never do that. <laughs> that's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right. Here is Susie from Iowa. Hey, gang. I just wanted to thank you for bringing to light what's going on here in Iowa and uh, just know that we really appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, if you go to bobbybones.com, our Pimp and Joy merch right now goes to the folks in Iowa who I was so surprised that there wasn't more news coverage about that because that is some devastating stuff that happened out there. Oh, it's so terrible. Yeah, so Susie, appreciate you. And this show, you know, we try as much as we can to give back. You know, I think that's the reason that we even do this show. So if you guys want to help out the folks in Iowa, we don't keep any of the money, go to bobbybones.com. Here's Olivia in Texas. Morning, studio. I'm driving in my neighborhood, and I swear I saw Ray and Babe. They're driving this truck down the road. I look at him. He looks at me. Of course, he doesn't know who I am, but I'm telling you, it had to be Ray. Anyway, my question for y'all today is, who are y'all celebrity doppelgangers? My celebrity doppelganger would be the dude from Dexter. Have you ever seen that show? He doesn't wear glasses, but probably that guy... You know, because of my glasses, though, maybe uh, the guy from Weezer, Buddy Holly, just as a visual. Those guys for me, you? A lot of times I, we, we say Carrie Russell, but that, what is she, Felicity from back in the day? Yeah, the oh, Americans in the American, recently. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if you have one for me. Eddie? Uh, I would go with Mario Lopez because I have Okay, good, you know? okay, <laughs> stop it. We were being serious here. That. No, no one has ever told Eddie he looks like Mario Lopez. Or am I being a hater right now? Guys? No. I no. no. Okay. I mean, Eddie, that's no. like me saying Reese Witherspoon because I feel like we kind of both have heart-shaped faces. Okay, Eddie, <laughs> has anyone in your life ever told you you look like Mario Lopez? My wife, she said that one time. Okay. When? Uh- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eddie, who do you think you look like? Celebrity doppelganger for real. I don't know. I mean, now that I grow the beard out a little bit, you know, Saul from a Homeland, I kind of look like him a little bit. But a little he's bit. Like 80 years old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lunchbox? Well, I got Tom Brady for years. No, you didn't. You're like Eddie and Mario Lopez. <laughs> no. When I had long hair and Tom Brady had long hair, I got that a lot, but now I get uh, Steve Dax. Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. No, Dax Shepard. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Good one. Or hey, Doug Funny. Yes. It's like Lunchbox is like a mix between Steve Buscemi, the actor, and Doug Funny. The cartoon. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let me play this. Uh, here's a voicemail. Hey, Bobby. Let's shout out these guys over here at Chick-fil-A in Orlando who just pushed a car that broke down in the drive-thru, out of the drive-thru, around the building, and into the parking lot. Shout out to these guys. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's like a tell me good. something good. Shout out for you guys. Shout out to you guys. Uh, let's do one more here. 
This is for Eddie. Go to a different testing facility to get your recheck for your COVID. That would be an important thing to do is go to a different site instead of to the same people every time. Eddie told us again today he's positive. He's still positive. Eddie, have you gone to the same person every time? Yes, I've gone to the same place four times, so that's not a bad idea. I might but why? Why would it place. be different? They may take it a different way. I don't know. I mean, she sounds <laughs> like she knows something. She'll be able to call us. got to be pretty smart. <laughs> she left a message after the tone. I know. I'm, I don't think she's not smart. I'm curious as to what the reasoning would be. Like, yeah. why would you get a different result? I don't know. Eddie, are you going to the same place next time? Nah. I'm going to take this listener's advice and go to a new place. All right. Uh, let's open the mailbag. Here we go. Bobby's Mailbag. All right. Hello, Bobby. My name is Hannah. I'm emailing you because last night I went to hang out with a guy at his apartment for the very first time. Well, when I went over to his place, there were still several pictures around his place of his girlfriend who passed away two years ago in a car accident. I'd understand if he had one picture out, but not like seven. They were on the walls. They were in the hallway. They were in frames on his dresser. Listen, we're not serious right now, but I don't know if I could be serious with someone who still had that many pictures around the house. He says he's moved on, but has he? Don't the pictures mean he hasn't moved on? What do you think, Hannah? That's a tough one. What? Okay, we—he doesn't need to. He's there's everybody grieves differently, mm-hmm. and I don't know that you have to move on from somebody that passed away. I mean, I think you have to get to the point where you can date and be with other people. Which, if he's dating, he's doing that. And if they're not serious yet, if they were to get serious, you don't know how he's going to handle that. And he might be like, you know what? Out of respect to my new girlfriend, I'm going to remove some of these pictures. She's not there yet. Yeah, but she's also not worried about him right now. They haven't been together long enough to worry about him. Yeah. She's like, hey, what's the... If I were you, I would think he's not ready yet. Wow. That's what I would think. Okay, I don't... I If I were you, I would think, oh, wow, he had a really important relationship. That person died, and he still cares for them. In fact, even if I was with somebody, knowing that they lost somebody, you know that person's always going to have a role in their... Life. You're talking about early dating, though, and I get your the, the depth of what you're saying. But when, when you're just dating and hanging out, and you go over and they have a bunch of pictures, uh, alive or not alive, that's just a weird place to be. I yeah, I understand that it's it's weird. And but... if it bothers her at this point, it's gonna really bother her every point after this. Okay, Morgan, I... what do you think? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you're I... single, if yeah, you go over to a it's... guy's house and same situation. Yeah, I, I would think he's still grieving and he's really not ready to be with me yet. I would too. Is how I would feel. I mean, again, I'd get it if he had one picture up and it's like a memory. He's always going to remember her. Totally cool. But yeah, if she, there's a lot of pictures up. He's still remembering her and he's not ready to be with somebody else. He probably didn't even think about it either. I'd take them all down. You have another girl coming over? You don't leave pic- It's uh, Yeah. That's, uh, Hannah, I'm going to say you should just hold off a bit. Oh, I'm going to say, see where it goes and then have a conversation with him about it. That would be my advice. It's like, you Too know, early. Okay. Once I said, keep it going and then have a conversation with him about it. Morgan, I'll let, you're, you're the single <laughs> female here. What, what? would, you, what would I, you advise her? I I would say, yeah, maybe keep it going for a little bit longer, but it is too serious of a conversation to have yet. And so if he doesn't do it on his own, like it, it really is a him thing. So he needs to do that on his own. And if he doesn't, then I, w- I would get away for a while. <laughs> Why are you getting testy with me? Oh, I'm not. A little well, bit. What? Oh, I'm not. Oh, because she's asking our advice. And I'm like, golly, guys, I really don't want to like tell her to not pursue this relationship. Well, the good thing or- is we can give advice without knowing the people. Like we're just giving 
completely know, but this objective dude, advice. Say he's listening right now and he's like, guys, I am ready. I am ready. And <laughs> well, now then, you're telling her well, I'm not then ready. Here's what you do before if you're ready, you're thinking about it. Before she comes over, you take the pictures down for a little bit. Then when she leaves, you can put them back up. Nobody knows the difference. It, she doesn't become uncomfortable. You're still feeling out if she's, you know, someone that you want to move forward with. Like that's the move, but he didn't think about that. So he's not ready. You didn't think about tricking her by taking There's them not, down for an hour. It's not tricking. <laughs> yeah, you said no, take them down and put them back up. But that's not tricking. <laughs> yes, it is. Take it. Okay. <laughs> Hannah, we didn't agree on this one. <laughs> sorry, Hannah. But I sorry, say, Bobby, I, if I, I got say testy. take a break. And Amy got testy with me because on this one. I feel one. bad for the dude. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. We all do. God, he lost his girlfriend or di- whoever died, whatever she was. We all feel wife. sorry for Now them. he's about to lose this girl. <laughs> <laughs> Guy can't win. <laughs> <laughs> He's not ready to have this girl yet. I'm thinking about her heart right now. Okay. Sorry, I'm thinking about everybody's heart. That's just tip. Hey, classic Bobby to think oh, about everybody's heart. Typical me thinking about that guy's Th- heart. Typical me. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, close the mailbag. There you go. <laughs> and that was Bobby's mailbag. It's an interesting question, though, right? It is, yeah. And I think what we found out was there really isn't a right answer. Except for mine. You two's were pretty good. <laughs> but no, no, there's not, you know. Uh, thank you for your email. You can always email us, Morgan. Mailbag at bobbybones.com. About 100 people, they were on an airplane from Honolulu, and they're stuck quarantined now because someone with coronavirus was on the plane. No way. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Department of Defense said, hey, uh, this flight's about to land, and someone on has COVID-19. How did they know that? They're all set to be tested for the virus. Um, they're in Guam now. Guam's oh. governor, Lou Leon Guerrero, says it's all precautionary, but they're all locked in. Can you imagine? You're just trying to go for vacation or to see your cousin Billy, and someone on the plane has coronavirus. I mean, that's a risk you take getting on the on an airplane capsule, which, I mean, I did it. I went to Colorado, and I was nervous the whole time. Yeah, listen, I've done it too. But, yeah, they're all stuck. There's a guy. Tell me if you think this is hot, okay? Mm-hmm. There's a guy in Florida who is an erotic weight gainer. People pay to look at his giant belly and watch him eat. What do you want me to know? Is that hot? What do you want to know? I don't know if that's hot. <laughs> Not to me. I guess it's hot to some people. He's in his whitey tidies mm-hmm. and a tank top that covers about half his belly. He's 500 pounds. Mm. He eats 10,000 calories a day to maintain his massive round gut, the story says. It's a challenge. And people pay him to eat and people... Like it. An erotic weight gainer. Huh. People like things like in that manner that I never understand. But I guess there's something for everyone, huh? Oof. Yeah, I mean, I'm struggling with it right now, thinking about it. <laughs> in good way or bad way? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not in a way in which I'll be donating to his site, if that's what you mean. His Instagram name is gainer underscore bull. Oh, great. Now I'm going to have to go. He has 8,000 followers. <laughs> Gainer, G-A-I-N-E-R, underscore bull, B-U-L-L, Palm Bay, Florida, Mass Monster. I mean, he's got a, I mean, this is a, not so much that he's a, a fat, because he's a big fat guy, but I mean, his belly is super. It's r- interesting. Round on purpose. Okay. Do you see that? I do. And then if, I guess if you go to a site, onlyfans.com, you give him money and he eats. Ah! Okay. What'd you look at? I don't know. I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there anymore. <laughs> anyway, you can check it out. Gainer underscore bull. That's his account. Someone had messaged me asking if Caitlin and I would ever get a joint Facebook account. Is that a thing? Well, so no. The answer is no. Like, I we're, 
we both can have our own accounts, post our own pictures on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. If I ever see a couple with a joint Facebook account, I, I go, I wonder which one of them cheated. <laughs> because there's no reason that you're getting a joint Facebook account unless one of you did something online you shouldn't be doing. And the other one's like, okay, well, we're we just going to have this account together. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> anytime exactly right. I see that, I go. Do you, do you yeah. see it often? I've never I've seen, seen that. I've seen it probably 10 times. Oh, I didn't know it was a thing. Yeah. Boyfriend, girlfriend, sometimes married couples. A boyfriend and a girlfriend? Yeah. And then I'm like, which one of them cheated? I bet it was him. I mean, a married couple, okay, maybe if you have a little family account, but what if your girlfriend said, hey, let's get a joint? Okay, let's say Caitlin approaches you with it. Well, how, how do you handle it? First, I'm going to say no, and then the second, I'm going to say no. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be it right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you guys for messaging the show. For On Instagram, you can follow us at Bobby Bones Show, and mine's at Mr. Bobby Bones. Bones. I got a couple things here. Apparently, Luke Bryan tried to sing 100 country songs in 10 minutes. So they would just toss them at him and see if he could sing it. So here is some audio of Luke Bryan trying to sing these songs. Don't tell my heart, my icky, breaky heart. All right, we got that one. Uh, I went skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, Amarillo by morning. <laughs> so he couldn't get 100, <laughs> though, in, in 10 minutes. I think he got, like, almost 60 or so. But he managed to get 51 of them right one time right now. So isn't that pretty so funny? Half, yeah. Luke is such a great singer. I think some of his singing is lost in the fact that he's such a good performer and has a interesting voice, dances, and some, but he's such a good singer. You see it on American Idol sometimes when he you know, starts playing the piano. But even there when he's singing a cappella, it's so good. Mike D said he made a list. Mike, what is what are we trying to do here? So you have a list of what? I have a list of country songs to see if you can name at least 10 in a minute. Name or sing? Sing them, yeah. I'll give you the title, you sing it. In 10 in Ooh. a minute. All right, let me get the timer ready. All right. You got this, Bones. I would Come think on. so, right? All right, and go. Blue ain't your color, Keith Urban. What? Blue, ooh, ain't me much, ding. I didn't really know what you said, but I assume. <laughs> yes, go ahead. Patsy Klein. Brooks and Dunn, Neon Moon. When the sun goes down on my side of town. Got it. John Party, Dirt on My Boots. Got a little dirt on my boots. But we're, oh, thanks. <laughs> Marin Morris, My Church. Um, oh, all these songs are in my head. Uh, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Um, this is pass. <laughs> Reba oh. Fancy. Here's your one chance, Fancy, don't let me down. Got it. Keith Whitley, Don't Close Your Eyes. Don't close your eyes. Got it. Let it be me. Thomas Rhett, Die a Happy Man. And if I were ever meant to see... <laughs> Chris Jansen, buy me a boat. It could buy me a boat. Got it. it Blake Shelton, boys around here. Well, the boys around here love chicken and a picking and the <laughs> Close enough. Yep. Shania Twain, man, I feel like a woman. Man, I feel like a woman. Bum, bum. What's the other one? What's what I missed? Marin? Uh, Keith Urban. No, Marin. Marin Moore is my church. I missed that. Yeah. It's just so many songs are in my head running. Can I get a That's amen? it. Can I get a hallelujah? Yeah. Oh, I got nine. I see why it's so hard for Luke because you're all these songs are playing in your head. It's hard. You know how when Ray plays a song in her ears, but we're playing a game trying to guess another song. Yes, that's why I throw my headphones off. Uh, whatever. That's fun though. That's yeah, fun. I like it. That could be a fun game at home with people on a Friday night. Your Friday nights are, as the kids say, lit. <laughs> uh, I do have someone asked me what I'm listening to right now in an interview recently. These are the three songs that I put out there. Um, so they're not all new, by the way. I, I don't claim they're new, but when I looked at my playlist, the last three songs that I've been playing the most, 
This Eric Church live version of Still My Kisses, which is a Ben Harper song, I play all the time. Cause I always had to steal my kisses from you. You know the song? Yeah. Sing it. I always, always had, had to steal my kisses from you. Keep going. I always had to steal my kisses from you. This is what he does for a long time. I always <laughs> had to steal my kisses from you. I believe you then. Thank you. So that. Yes. I like that live version because I good. love that Ben Harper song. <laughs> uh, Morgan Wallen's newest single, More Than My Hometown. Yeah, I love you more than I feel them when the bass hits the hook. When the guy gets the girl at the end of the book. And then finally, Whiskey Myers. The song is called Stone. Sweet, sweet, I'm gonna break again a million times. Oh, is this too far gone? Oh, have you Pretty good, huh? I like it. I like the piano part. Yeah. He's a good singer. Piano. Is there any more of this? Or does it end here? No, it keeps rolling. Let it roll for a little bit. Well, I guess I got my bottle. I stay on it all the time. But it keeps me smiling and singing. That's uh, Whiskey Myers. It's called Stone. All right, there you go. Nice little music segment there. You guys can check out my music podcast as well. It's called The Bobby Cast if you're interested. Just search it wherever you listen to your podcasts. So Luke and Darius Rucker played the Opry on Saturday night together. You know, the Opry show. I hope you guys check it out on Circle Network. It's a, it's a fantastic version of the Grand Ole Opry, How We Can Do It Now. And by we, I, I host the show. I help produce the show. And so I wanted to play this for you. This was Luke and Darius doing Neon Moon from Brooks and Dunn. Here you go. I spent most every night beneath the light of a neon moon. Now if you lose it's just cool to see them do that. And I always love when people cover songs there. I hope you guys check out the Opry show there. And uh, This week, I don't know, I forget who's on this week. Oh, uh, Runaway June. There's a really cool one this week. Hmm. I need to get my notes straight. Oh. It's a really cool one, though, because Runaway June's playing, and Natalie Stovall does some of the internet work live, and she has to jump off stage onto stage as oh, it's happening. that's cool. Yeah, so just for that, you can watch it. It's also up on our Facebook page on Saturday nights. Um, it starts at... 7. Yeah, I always sit talking Eastern time zone when I'm on that show. At 8, 7 central. Yes, I think. Nice. All right, we're done. All right, see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Bobby Bones.